Saturday sunny, high of 99. Staff meteorologist John Weatherby, Money Radio 1510 and 99.3 FM. Right now it's 93 degrees and wrapping up the trading day today with the Dow down 65 points at 16,675. The S&P 500 was down 5 at 1990, while the NASDAQ was up 5 at 48.94. Reporting for Money Radio, I'm Ken Morgan. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Money Radio staff, management, or advertisers, and do not represent an offer to buy or sell any securities. Some interviews heard on this program may be sponsored by the participants. Welcome to Good as Gold, hosted by Nick Grovich, a show dedicated to helping you understand precious metals and rare coins. How to avoid the pitfalls when buying and how to understand the inner workings of the precious metals markets. Have a question? Call our local office at 1-800-221-7694. That's 1-800-221-7694. Or visit us online at www.americanfederal.com. Now, here's the host of Good as Gold, Nick Grovich. Hi, Nick Grovich. We're live in Phoenix today. Um, you know, I wanted to tell you, I could sit here and talk about coins all day long, and I, I end up doing that a lot of weeks. I sit here and talk about coins, talk about what, what I'm thinking about. And uh, that said, the reason I'm mentioning that is it would really be nice if I had comments or calls. I know a lot of people are kind of shy about calling the radio station. Uh, I have a cousin who's a big uh, a big shot radio personality back on the East Coast. And when I fly in, I hear him on the radio every now and then. I, I get the urge to call in. And uh, it sounds kind of crazy since I'm on the radio here. But I hate calling in because I don't want to hear myself on the radio when I'm talking to him. So I understand sometimes you just don't feel like picking up the phone. You feel, you know, some people are nervous about calling in. But you shouldn't feel nervous about calling in to the station. Um, the number here is 602-324-1510. And, you know, if there's something you want to talk about, if you have questions about something, feel free to call in. I'd love to talk about whatever is on your mind. So there's your invitation. It's open. If it's something you want to talk about more in private, you can call my office. It's 480-553-5282. If you're in Palm Springs, we do have an 800 number. It's 800 800- Two two one seven six nine four. So that's why sometimes you hear two different phone numbers. We have the local number, which is the four eight zero number here in Arizona, and we also have the eight hundred number for national calls because we do we do business in all fifty states. Um, you know, I've had people call the office too and say, uh, you know, I'd like to talk about this, or uh, they'll leave a message, tell Nick I want to know about you know this or that. And I try and talk about that, you know, during the next show. So if you do have things uh, and you're too shy or just don't feel like calling on on uh, on the air, feel free to call the office 480-553-5282. Um, let one of the girls know what you're you'd like me to talk about, or if you want to talk in private, I'll get the message and I can certainly give you a call back. Um, you know, give me a good idea. I'll send you a silver eagles. We've been giving away a lot of silver eagles. And uh, since I'm talking about Silver Eagles, we had a winner for our uh, our gold survey yesterday, Jordan M. in Carefree. This is the first 
first local person we've had in quite a while. It's been uh, what Louisiana and Mississippi and Utah. So finally, we get to uh, keep one of our eagles in state here. The other thing I wanted to mention is we're going to have a couple seminars or workshops coming up next Wednesday, September 23rd. We're having it's just going to be two to three hours from one to three o'clock. Uh, we'll go a little longer if we need to. And it's at the Arizona Grand Resort. That's down in South Phoenix. Um, we still have a few seats available, but they're filling up. So I try, I try and keep the, I, I try and keep it small. I don't like to have a hundred or two hundred people. Um, years and years ago, I did big seminars. I used to speak with Ron Paul and General Westmoreland and some of the big names that you might know. And uh, some of those seminars were three, four days long with four or five hundred people, and it's just not very intimate. So, um, you know, our local seminars, or I like to call them workshops. Because they're, they're, it's not so much that I'm going to sit there and just speak to you, hopefully. Hopefully, you're going to have questions. We're going to talk about uh, things on, on uh, anyone's mind who's there, too. But I like to keep them a little more intimate so we can talk about things and have questions and answers and, and really get into the crux of things. Even if you've been to one of our other seminars um, this spring, this one's going to be a little different. The market's changed quite a bit. So we'll talk, we'll talk quite a bit about the precious metals markets. We'll talk about gold, silver, platinum, probably even touch on palladium and some of the other uh, more exotic metals a little bit. Um, I will be talking a lot more about the rare coins. So if you have, uh, if you have anything that's not just bullion coins like maple leafs, eagles, cougarans, um, you know, there's a lot of coins being sold out there as rare coins that really aren't rare coins. There's a lot of semi-collectible coins being sold. So, you know, if you have if you have anything that's, uh, you know, even even the modern coins graded MS-70 or MS-69, if you have questions about that, we're going to be talking about that. I'm going to show you how that market works, how you can make money in that market. Um, a lot of what I do is tell you what, what to avoid, um, how to avoid losing money uh, in this business. I find that's, that's a huge part of it is if you can just buy right and know what you're doing going into a, a purchase, you can save thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, you know, I spoke to a gentleman this week who spent $250,000. Uh, I won't mention the company, though I'm dying to. And I doubt if he got $100,000 worth of coins. Now, when I say $100,000 worth of coins, if he turned around to resell those in the open market, he, he'd probably get maybe ninety dollars to $100,000 for them. So, you know, the, the thing that bothers me about that, he's not really a collector. He's an investor. And he's calling a company. They're, they're telling him all these great things about the coins they're selling him, how rare they supposedly are. It's, uh, but they're charging him prices that are exorbitant. They're charging him a price for a coin that, that they're basically treating him as if he's that collector who can't live without the coin. So the problem he has is he's paid, he's paid at least double to triple what the going rate on a lot of these coins are, and he thinks he's made an investment. And that's where the problem comes in, because if you're sitting on any type of coin that, like I said, it's not just a straightforward bullion coin, you really have no idea what you what you own. You don't know what it's worth if you had to turn around and resell it. You have no idea if there's a market for it. Um, and maybe you do. Maybe you're the exception. But I'm talking generalities. I, I just talked to hundreds and hundreds of people that end up buying coins from catalogs or from somebody who calls them on the phone. 
and like I said, 99% of the time, it's just really bad news. And the last thing you want to do is wait until you're going to retire and take something out of your IRA or, um, you know, you get ready to sell something to pay for pay off a house or go on vacation or whatever it is you need the money for and find out that, gee, you paid too much or you got the wrong coins or they didn't move with the rest of the market. Um, that's just really a lousy time to find out that, that you made uh, a a bad purchase or that someone sold you the wrong types of coins. So that's the other thing we do at the seminar. I try and give you a real good feel for um, what to avoid. And if you have the coins uh, that are on my do not buy list, I give you some ideas what what to do with those coins. And we actually handle that for a lot of people. A lot of people have coins. They don't know what to do with them. They don't want them anymore. They, it's the wrong type of material. And we have a system. We have a, a, a system to resell those coins in the market for people. We we go back out, we sell them in the market, we get people as much money as we can for them. And then you can do what you want with your money. You can uh, you can keep the cash, you can buy silver, you can buy gold, you can do whatever you want. Um, but anyway, that's a long buildup. I'd love to see you at our seminar Wednesday, September 23rd, the Arizona Grand Resort. We also have a seminar coming in Palm Springs. And that's going to be at the JW Marriott in Palm Desert. That's November 4th, again, at 1 o'clock. So call either one of my numbers, the local number, 480-553-5282. That's the local number. Or if you're in Palm Springs, 800-221-7694 to register for this, either of those seminars. Or visit AmericanFederal.com, and you can register right online. And, you know, if you call early, we'll send you some material you can take a look at beforehand. So you, maybe maybe it brings up some questions or some concerns that you have. So when I get back, that was a long wind-up to the seminar. I do want to finish talking about what we, we ended with last week, which was the CAC coin grading system. Uh, the reason I want to talk about that is it's, it can mean a lot of money to you if you're sitting on any, any type of rare or semi-rare coin. So when we get back, I'll finish telling you more about that. We'll also talk a little bit about the bullion markets, and we'll be back in just a minute. Join us on Saturday, September 19th at the Scottsdale Center for the Arts for the Lupus Foundation of America's Walk to End Lupus Now event in Arizona, part of America's largest lupus walk program. The walk raises awareness and money for lupus research and education for those who feel the brutal impact of lupus in our community. Every step you take and every dollar you raise supports the Lupus Foundation of America's mission to solve the mystery of lupus, one of the world's cruelest and devastating diseases. Sign up today at Walk andlupus.org. We've heard that many people sit at their desk or cubicle and log on to MoneyRadio1510.com and click the Listen Live button. That puts them in touch with live streaming audio of Money Radio. You might want to try it, but we must warn you, that can be a distraction. Side effects may include making better investments, learning about new opportunities, having a secure retirement, even keeping up with world news, local weather, and traffic. So try logging on today. It'll become an addiction you won't want to break. 
This is tight end Patrick Baldinegro from Chandler High School, and you can catch Lumberjack football all season on the Valley Zone for NAU Athletics. And that home is Money Radio, 99.3 FM and 1510 AM. Catch NAU Lumberjack football against the Pac-12 Arizona Wildcats live from Arizona Stadium in Tucson, Saturday, September 19th, with the pregame show starting at 7 p.m. on Money Radio, 99.3 FM and 1510 AM, the Valley's home of NAU Lumberjack football risk. How much risk are you willing to take? Have you ever noticed when you're talking to your broker, you sometimes are talking about two different things? Let's take the word risk. What does that mean to you? Is it a set of specific mathematical definitions and equations, often with percentages thrown in? Does that formula answer your questions about risk or does risk mean something more? Market swings do influence investment decisions, but shouldn't take away from how you assess long-term financial needs. Risk is not the same as volatility. Call Certified Financial planner Nancy Fleming of Fleming Financial Services and let her help you find what's right for you. Nancy Fleming has over 20 years experience and is one of a select group who have met the rigorous and ethical requirements to earn the designation of certified financial planner. Call Nancy today to schedule your free risk evaluation. 480-632-8770. Make sure you have your financial future on track for the new year. 480-632-8770 or visit FlemingFinancialServices.com. SRP customers, learn how you could win autographed Cardinals prizes and help plant trees in Arizona land destroyed by fire. Visit srptreesforchange.com. Now back to Good as Gold with Nick Rovich. Have a question? Call our local office at 1-800-221-7694. That's 1-800-221-7694. Or visit us online at www.americanfederal.com. Once again, here's Nick Grovich. Nick Grovich, I'm back with you. I, I spent the first segment talking about our seminar and what we try to do at the seminars. And we'll talk a little bit about the gold market, and I want to talk more about the coin market today also. So let's start with a trivia question that I actually asked a couple of weeks ago and nobody answered. It was, what was the first year that the United States added the words, in God we trust? That's called the motto, M-O-T-T-O. That's the motto. When, when you hear people say, with motto, without motto, that's what they're talking about. So I want the first year that they started putting that on the silver coins. Then a second trivia question, you can answer both or either one of these, is uh, when did they remove the words in God we trust and why? So it, the, the motto in God we trust was removed from certain coins for a certain period of time. That, that should be the easier of the two questions. I'm sure a lot of people know that one. And why was that removed? So there's, there's your trivia questions for today. Um, you know, the, the, as we all know by now, the Fed did not raise interest rates. Uh, I think, I think the markets kind of were expecting that to happen. So now we get, now we get to go through the same thing all over again and wonder if they're going to raise them in October. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not an expert on that, so I'm probably not the one to call and talk about uh, interest rates and the Fed, but, you know, I listen to a lot of smart people. And now, now what a lot of people are saying is if they don't if they don't raise it in October, they probably won't raise rates. Typically, they don't like to raise rates during an election year. You know, on the other hand, they've been threatening to raise rates for so long they're kind of up against the wall. So the Fed's kind of got themselves in a position they're damned if they do and damned if they don't. 
um, which maybe maybe that's a good thing. I was talking to Sinclair No beforehand. He said, "Well, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe doing nothing is really good because it doesn't it doesn't scare the market. It doesn't change the market. We just keep we just keep moving along here." Um, but gold did react. Gold's up about thirteen dollars today, right around eleven thirty-three. Silver's up to fifteen and a quarter, and platinum's up thirteen dollars. Looks like we have a caller. Hi, this is Nick. Hey, Nick, this is Eric. How are you doing? Good, Eric. Good. Hey, listen, first of all, I just I love your show. You're like the only coin show on on the radio in local Phoenix, and I just uh, love listening to it. Oh, thank you very um, much. You're welcome. I had an answer to your trivia question on the In God We Trust. Uh, Terrific. And we added to the silver coins in 1864, and I think that was related to the Civil War starting and, and just trying to get the Union kind of back together. You're really close. Ah. Uh, you're really okay. you missed it by a few years. Okay. Well, that's what I was remembering. Well, right, take anyway, take another look. Take another look and call me back. All right, I'll do it. All right, thanks, Eric. I appreciate you listening. Yep. Bye bye. All righty. Well, that was that was very close. There's your hint. He missed it by a couple of years. Um, I think he's I think he's on the right track, but just missed it by a couple of years there. So the the question is. Which year did the government add in God we trust to the silver coins? They added it to the quarter, the dime, the half dollar, and the silver dollar. Um, so let's go back to the Fed. What I was talking about was the uh, that they rate, they did not raise interest rates. I don't know. That wasn't really a big surprise. It doesn't look like the stock market really reacted a lot. It was up a little this morning. It was down a little. I expected most of the markets I expect to be fairly flat today, but the uh, precious metals markets did move up. You know, and, and everyone always asks, are, is, uh, is gold or silver tied to interest rates? And I guess to a degree it is because the way that people look at it is if you're getting you're basically getting no yield when you buy uh, precious metals you buy you buy the metals if they go up you make money if they go down you lose money if they do nothing you don't get a return on your money so when so when people are getting a, a rate of return on their money that of course is um, it's a carrying cost for gold you have to make at least that quarter of one percent to stay even with what you could get. Of course, you know, if the, if the interest rates are a quarter percent, you're not going to get that at the bank. But that's the theory is that you can get you can get more money on your money in interest than you can get by holding gold or silver. Um, you know, to me, a quarter percent doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. I, I know, uh, you know, when you're talking billions of dollars and trillions of dollars, a quarter percent really adds up. So I think it really affects the government more than just about anybody if they raise interest rates. But uh, I think I think people look more towards that trend. So the real tie to bullion is because if interest rates go up, that should that should make the dollar stronger. So if the dollar's stronger, gold should be weaker. But honestly, you know the thing that's different right now than it was uh, what eight years ago is that um, the precious metals have already collapsed. So you know it's it's not like it was in two thousand eight where you know, the stock market crashed and precious metals crashed right along with it. Um, the precious metals have already crashed. So I think your your risk in precious metals is much smaller right now. There's a lot of people that I know that are still looking for a big correction in the stock market. And so the question always comes up, well, if the stock market goes down, will precious metals go with it? And, 
you know, I, I have trouble looking at what happened the last time around saying the same thing will happen. It seems to me whenever you do that, the same thing never seems to happen twice. So this time around, I think it's going to be more tied to the dollar. If the dollar goes down with the stock market, then that's going to be very good for uh, gold and silver. And that's kind of the scenario I see playing out if that happens. Now, one thing I wanted to talk about the, in the bullion market right now is obviously um, – the spot price of gold and silver has come up a little bit, but they're still fairly low in relation to where they've been the last, uh, the last, well, three years ago. Well, it looks like we have a caller. I'm getting thrown off here. Hi, this is Nick. Hi, Nick. It's George. Hi, George. I'm going to guess 1866. You got it. 1866. They added, in God we trust. Was it on a... Uh, a copper coin before that? You're right. It was on the two-cent piece before that. I was going to mention that a caller a couple of weeks ago said it was 18, 1864, uh, I guess, on the two-cent two piece. So maybe that's uh -huh. where Eric got the, the 1864 was on the two-cent piece. That's why when I, I mentioned the question, I said on silver coins. Yes, but, yeah, did. you're right about that. So stay on the line. Ashley, you'll get your name and address, and we'll get a Silver Eagle out to you. Thank you, Nick. All right, thanks. There we go. So there's still one more question. Which year, there's actually two years, did the government remove the words, in God we trust, and why? So what I was talking about is the uh, the precious metals markets for a minute. Um Prices, even though they, they're up the last week here, prices are still really low. I mean, silver at $15.25, that's cheap. Gold at $1,135, that's, that's pretty cheap. Platinum under $1,000 is ridiculously cheap. So a lot of people look at these prices. Now that the markets are moving a little bit, people start feeling a little more comfortable. They want to jump in the market. Um, but there's still this persistent shortage of metals. Now, not so much in gold as it is in uh, both platinum and silver. Now, platinum, platinum you can still buy if you're looking for maple leaves or one-ounce bars, or uh, Australia has a coin called the platypus. It really doesn't matter. It's an ounce of platinum. You're going to pay a small premium. You're going to buy the coins. Um, those are still somewhat available. Sometimes you're going to hit a three- or four-week delay in delivery, and that's just because we're depending on new coins that come out of either the refiner or the mints. But the premiums are not are not substantially different than what they normally are. You might pay an extra ten dollars today in premium than what you would have paid a year ago. So that's to me that's not enough to really worry about. Where you have to look at is on silver. Um, there's still a huge shortage of silver out there as far as silver eagles, silver maple leaves, a lot of the silver coins. Even silver bars are tough to get right now. Um, I think I mentioned last week that uh, a lot of people are quoting delivery in November for orders that are taken today. And a lot of people will say, well, then I'll just wait till November. But what you have to remember is um, people today are buying the November allotment. So the, by, unless this shortage somehow corrects itself, if you buy in November, you might be waiting till January to get delivery. So, um, you know, you can wait. You can play the waiting game until there is physical silver where you can just walk in, pay for it, and walk out the door. I mean, that's how it is 90% of the time. Every now and then, it's, especially with silver, it seems like we run into these shortages where the mints get behind or, or the buying is so dramatic that uh, 
number one, there's no old coins coming on the market because people aren't selling at this price. And number two is the mint or the refiners just can't keep up with the demand. So premiums are really out of whack. And I think I should take a few minutes and talk about the premiums because you could end up thinking you're buying silver for $15.25 and you could end up paying $25 or $30 for it. It's time for a news update. Then back to the great information you count on every day on Money Radio 1510 and 99.3 FM. Arizona News Radio, as the search continues for the I-10 shooting suspect, the Maricopa County attorney is defending recent descriptions of the suspect as a domestic terrorist. The actions of one or more individuals, they impact the regular course of a community's activities, and it results in fear among the public and causes people to significantly alter their daily routines. But Bill Montgomery says there's no state terrorism law that he could use to bring terrorism charges against a suspect. He says when they're caught, they won't be probation eligible. Search continuing for the six-year-old boy still missing after floodwaters along the Arizona-Utah border swept a dozen other people to their deaths. Lieutenant Colonel Stephen Fairborn. There certainly is the possibility of more individuals missing, uh, but we have to just go based on the information we have at this time and at this time there is only one uh, unaccounted for individual search focusing on the whereabouts of tyson lucas black in addition to those killed in the hilldale area another six died in flooding at zion national park geico weather continued cooler chance for rain diminishing jeff scott arizona news if you ever gave your wife an impact wrench for her birthday then CarQuest Auto Parts is for you. If your idea of an impulse purchase is a 300-amp crank-assist battery charger, then CarQuest is for you. If even your work gloves have calluses, then CarQuest Auto Parts is for you. That's because CarQuest is for guys who really know and care about their car. With over 800,000 available parts, CarQuest is serious auto parts. Visit CarQuest.com. When building a deck, you have a choice. Redwood decks are one of a kind. Plastic decks are one of a mold. Redwood decks are naturally beautiful. Plastic decks are unnaturally not beautiful. Redwood decks are terrific for grilling burgers. Plastic decks are terrific for grilling your feet. Compare for yourself. Real, strong Redwood. Visit GetRedwood.com. Business for Breakfast presents your football kickoff Thursdays. Listen for the team trivia question and your chances to win a weekly prize or the grand prize from Mod Pizza and Money Radio. What threats worry you about retirement? Another market meltdown like 2008? Or having enough retirement income if you live to 2048? Are you concerned about market volatility or outliving your money? Attend Retirement Income Challenges, a free wealth education workshop, Saturday morning, October 10th. Ray Lucia, Jr., chairman of Lucia Capital Group. At this free presentation, you'll learn what distinguishes our bucket strategy for retirement income. It's not an investment product. It's a customized framework for retirement decisions with ongoing oversight from a team of financial planning strategists. Saturday morning, October 10th, come to the Retirement Income Challenges Workshop and take home the DVD, Nine Social Security Mistakes to Avoid. To RSVP, call 800-644-1150, 800-644-1150, or register at wealthed.com, wealthed.com. Ray Lucia Jr. is the Chief Executive Officer of Lucia Securities, LLC, member FINRA SIPC, Lucia Wealth Services, and Lucia Securities are wholly owned subsidiaries of Lucia Capital Group. SRP customers, learn how you could win autographed Cardinals prizes and help plant trees in Arizona land destroyed by fire. Visit srptreesforchange.com. 
Now, back to Good as Gold with Nick Rovich. Have a question? Call our local office at 1-800-221-7694. That's 1-800-221-7694. Or visit us online at www.americanfederal.com. Once again, here's Nick Rovich. Nick Rovich back with you. And do we have Eric back on the line? Okay. Well, Eric, if you want to call back in, call back in. I think you were partially right if you were talking about that two-cent piece because that was 1864. Um, what I was talking about was the premiums. Um, you know, the premiums can be a really good thing or they can really be a bad thing if you're paying the high premiums. Um, one of the reasons I usually recommend the Eagle coins, the gold, silver, and platinum Eagles to people, is because these are the coins that the premiums tend to increase the most on. Now, the catch to that is you have to buy them when premiums are low. So, for example, on silver eagles in a normal market, whatever normal market is anymore, um, on silver eagles, they usually cost me around $2.75 over spot. So when I buy them from the suppliers, from the government, I'll pay roughly $2.75 over spot. And, and it varies from there. Sometimes it's $2.50, sometimes it's $2.85, but $2.75 is about the norm. Um, when when they get in short supply, of course, the people who are sitting on inventory, they're going to ask more, uh, a, a bigger premium. That is the amount over spot that you pay. So, for example, right now, if I had to go out and find live Silver Eagles, um, I'm probably going to have to pay $5 over spot. So I'm paying an extra $2.25 an ounce for those coins. And, of course, I have to mark them up. You're going to pay another 50 to $0.75 cents more than that from me. So if you bought Silver Eagles today, you're going to be paying close to $6 over spot. So you're not really getting the full benefit of the low price of silver. It looks like, uh... hi, this is Nick. Hey, Nick, this is Eric. I've, I've called to try to redeem myself. All right, Eric. Um, yeah, you definitely caught me on the first one. I had the wrong medal. I remembered 1864 as the first time the motto appeared. I hope I don't get tripped up on the next one. All right. So I, I uh, because my memory's faulty, I went and pulled out my red book, and I think you've talked about the red book before. That's right. And it looks like um, in 1907 they uh, redesigned the gold eagle, and when they did so, they dropped the motto. That's um, right. And it was great public outcry, and so by the next year they had it back. But 1907. You're exactly right. So, All right. So Ashley's going to get your name and uh, address, and Eric, we're going to get you a silver eagle. You, you completely redeemed yourself. <laughs> All right. Thanks, All right. Man. You bet. Yeah, what, uh, in 1907, it actually was uh, Teddy Roosevelt thought it was blasphemous to put God on a coin. And so he had, in God We Trust, removed from the $20 St. Godden, which that was the first year it was made, as Eric said. And even into 1908, there's the, most people have heard of the 1908 no motto, $20 St. Godden. So 1908, they had coins with the motto and without the motto in God We Trust. And again, Eric was right. Public outcry was so loud that uh, Roosevelt said, okay, let's put it back on there. So, and it's been on, it's been on coins ever since. So, um, you know, with with the political correctness and all that, I'm just waiting for the day when they remove it again. But for now, it's it's back on the coin. And 1907 and part of 1908 is when Teddy Roosevelt had the had the mint remove uh, in God We Trust. So there's see, coins can be fun. There's all kinds of little stories out there. Um, back to the silver. I'm trying try and get through this more quickly. Um, 
like I said, normally I love silver eagles, platinum eagles, gold eagles, and that's when you're paying a normal premium. So today, if you're buying silver eagles, you're going to probably pay $6 over spot for them. The problem is when the market settles back down, and it almost always does, it almost always comes back to normal, you're going to lose $2.25 of premium just because the market, uh, just because the, the supply catches up, and it will eventually catch back up. So you end up you end up losing. I mean, at fifteen dollars silver, two dollars and twenty five cents is a pretty big chunk of money to give away, just because the premium adjusts. Now the flip side of that is when premiums are low or when premiums are normal. The reason I like the Eagles is that number one, there's a lot of collectors out there, and every now and then we get really lucky, and collectors will want certain date of uh, of. You don't know. It could be 10-ounce gold eagles, half-ounce gold eagles. Um, even some of the one-ounce gold eagles have had big collector premiums on them. And it happens to a lot of the silver eagles, too. Um, so if you buy them at a normal premium and something happens where people want them either because there's a shortage and the premium's high or because the collectors come in, well, then that extra premium is just pure profit to you. So it's something you're not paying extra for if you pay whatever the normal premium is. So on Silver Eagles, you should expect normally to pay anywhere from $3 to $3.50 over spot. So today at $6 over spot, I'd, I'd move you towards something else. And there are other coins. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is even though I usually tell people to buy Eagles, um, right now, I'm I'm actually telling people to buy some, you know, in silver. I'd I'd move towards, uh, you know, Australian Mint has a new coin, a new kangaroo coin. Um, Britain has a Britannia coin. Um, the Canadian Maple Leafs, although they're a little expensive right now too, but all these coins, when it gets down to it, they're all one ounce of silver. So as long as you're buying a, a readily recognized coin, it's a one ounce size. Um, even the, the one-ounce bars, 10-ounce bars, 100-ounce bars, it's a commodity. So as long as you're buying something that's easy, easily traded, you don't have to have eagles. It's just when they're priced in normal ranges, I prefer eagles for the reasons I just gave you. But right now, you can buy uh, – I, I just got a shipment of Australian kangaroos, and we've been selling a lot of Britannia. Yeah, it's, it has a picture of a kangaroo on it. Ashley here at the station's laughing at me. Um, it has a kangaroo, and, I, and Australia has made bullion coins for a long time. They're, they're well recognized throughout the world. So, you know, if you're just buying bullion, so once in a while you just have to go with what's available in the market at a decent price. Um, you know, for, for a couple of years I was recommending Platinum Eagles, and every now and then I'll get a call from someone who says, well, you recommended Platinum Eagles when Platinum was $1,200 an ounce. Um, the, the premium on Platinum Eagles has taken off so, so dramatically that uh, clients I sold Platinum Platinum Eagles to when Platinum was $1,200 an ounce are actually in a profit right now because um, Platinum Eagles, and this was the reason I recommended Platinum Eagles, you were getting a Platinum investment, which I, I like Platinum, even though it's down right now. I really like Platinum. But there's so few Platinum Eagles out there that I thought, the premiums could really grow dramatically either from collectors or just demand from bullion buyers. Um, I see on, on my wholesale screen, I see one-ounce Platinum Eagles going for 300 to $350 over spot. I see proof Platinum Eagles, um, which are the collector ones, going for, uh, well, I see one of the big discounters online selling them for over $1,600 for a one-ounce coin. Now, 
at today's price, I'm not so sure I would tell you to go out and run and buy those coins. But that's the beauty of it. If you bought them when it, when platinum was 100 or $200 higher, you're actually making money even though platinum went down. The jump in premium has helped you out and actually put you in a profit position. So, you know, there's a lot of things you can do with that. Um, there's a lot of things you can do with that. You could trade for other coins, increase the number of ounces. You can take profits. Anyway, there's a, it just opens the doors to uh, to really increasing your portfolio without spending money when you – Pay attention to these things. And this is the type of thing we pay attention to at American Federal. We have a uh, client newsletter. It's an email newsletter called Preferred Client Newsletter. And we send we send these updates out to our clients. We let them know when the premiums are high or low or when something's good to buy or something it's time to sell something and take some profit. So, you know, if you're interested in, in getting this type of information on a timely basis, call the office at 480-553-5282 or go to AmericanFederal.com. It costs you nothing to, to sign up for the preferred client newsletter. Um, the, only, the only catch is we need an email because I just can't print the information and get it to you fast enough to make it worthwhile. But there's a lot of these, uh, you know, even if you're just a bullion buyer, there's a lot of these little tricks you can use that can really, really make a difference in where you stand. Um, you know, I've had people as much as double and triple the amount of, of ounces of gold or silver they have just because we played the premiums. Um, they bought bullion, premiums went up, we traded from one coin to another, and they, they uh, ended up with a lot more bullion. So there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things we can do for you, even if you're more of a buy and hold type of person than, than actively trying to trade your coins. I mean, let's face it. If you're if you bought gold just to buy and hold it, and I can show you a way to double the amount of ounces you have without spending any money, why wouldn't you do that? If you could end up with a hundred ounces instead of fifty ounces, why why in the world wouldn't you do that? Um, so that's that's all I'm going to talk about as far as uh, the bullion, gold, silver, platinum today. If you have more questions, call the office. I'd be glad to talk about it. If you have platinum eagle coins. You know, it's worth it's worth calling and seeing if you might be able to increase the amount of platinum you have. If you're looking for uh, platinum, gold, or silver, give us a call. Um, the guys are at the office, Don, Carl, uh, Brian, and Bob. They're all at the office right now. They could explain this to you in a lot more detail. And if you're looking to buy, coin, buy any uh, bullion, they can tell you where you get the most for your money. So I'd like to switch horses now and talk a little bit about rare coins. I promised I would talk about uh, the CAC, and I'm going to end up running out of time here once again. CAC, real quickly, um, it's a it's a, a lot of dealers don't even understand what, what it is right now. CAC stands for Certified Acceptance Corporation. It's an independent coin authentication per, uh, service. It's not connected with any other service, so it's not part of NGC or PCGS, the two big ones. And it was started back in November of 2007. Um, the reason it was started, I'm not going to go into great detail again or I'll run out of time, but the reason it was started is there's a great variance um, between coins of the same grade. You could lay 10 MS65 silver dollars out there, and uh, even a novice could sit and say, well, these two look worse and these two look better. So the whole idea behind CAC was that they put a little green sticker on the PCGS or NGC holder, and it just means that that coin is a solid for the grade or premium quality coin. So it's uh, an MS65 
and a half or better is what I like to say. And, you know, in the beginning, I did not get involved with CAC. I kind of thought maybe it was a little bit of a gimmick. Um, I do know the man who started it, John Albanese. He's, he was one of the people involved in starting PCGS and NGC. So from that standpoint, I really admire the guy. I trust him. I respect him. But over the years, what I've noticed is that coins with the CAC sticker on them go, can go for a heck of a lot more money. And uh, so this year, after a little bit of prodding, because this, the membership is closed, they closed membership to CAC in 2011, but John, John relented and let American Federal let me become a CAC dealer. Um, looks like we're coming up on a break here in a minute, but afterwards I'm going to talk a little about that. And then the last thing I want to do is uh, while I was cleaning out my office yesterday, I found some old coin catalogs from the 1930s, and I actually found a, uh, an auction catalog from 1957. And so I want to tell you, tell you about some of the coins that are offered and the prices they brought back in 1957 and what some of these coins are actually worth today. And, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting because in, in past shows, I've told you I'm not a fan of most rare coins, but if you buy the cream of the crop, the, the best of the best, those are the coins that typically perform very, very well. And these uh, catalogs and auction catalog really point that out. So we'll be right back. Connect with Money Radio. In addition to our daily broadcast on AM and FM, follow us on Facebook, hashtag MyMoneyRadio, and Twitter at Twitter at MyMoneyRadio. You'll find fresh new audio posted daily so that if you miss an interview or want to hear it again, it'll be waiting for you. It's also a way for you to comment and offer any suggestions to help make us even better. All of this plus all the latest business news. Excellent reasons to like us on Facebook and Twitter. Fiat of Scottsdale. Easy as one, two, three. According to results posted this month by the manufacturer, Fiat of Scottsdale sells more new Fiats than any other dealer in Arizona. Here's why. One, when you come to Fiat of Scottsdale, you'll find smart, smiling women and men who are genuinely helpful. That's nice. Two, we have an enormous selection. More than 100 brand new Fiats in all kinds of colors with all kinds of options ready and waiting for you. And three, huge discounts. Pick a brand new 2015 Fiat Pop and enjoy $2,250 in rebates and another 3308 in Fiat of Scottsdale discounts. Your new Fiat really pops at just $11,987. Or choose the all-new 2016 Fiat 500X, the perfect combination of fun and function. With $1,500 in Fiat rebates and another $1,500 in Fiat of Scottsdale discounts, your new Fiat 500X is an exceptional value at just $17,900. Both offers plus tax, title, license, and $395 dock fee. People, choice, and price. Easy as one, two, three. Fiat of Scottsdale, 78th at Frank Lloyd Wright. Or online anytime at fiatofscottsdale.com. Boomers and retirees. Call Anil Vazirani and Secured Financial Solutions at 800-957-5604, extension 200, to learn about an asset allocation strategy that encompasses up to 50 dividend-paying stocks, up to 10 exchange-traded funds in different sectors of our market, up to 12 high-yield corporate bonds, and the principal-protected low-cost new generation annuity to ensure a potentially secure retirement. 800-957-5604 and dial extension 200 to set up your complimentary strategy session with Anil Vazirani and Secured Financial Solutions. Or go online at www.theripa.com. That's 800-957-5604, extension 200, 
Call today. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Please read prospectus for risks, fees, and charges. Investment advisory services offered through Hoarder Investment Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuity products offered independently through insurance carrier securities transactions for Hoarder Investment Management clients are placed through Pershing Advisory Solutions, Trust Company of America, and TD Ameritrade. For the latest in the world of golf, tune in to Inside Golf every Monday morning at 718 right here on Money Radio. Inside Golf is brought to you by Botify and Cool Sculpting, where confidence takes shape. Now, back to Good as Gold with Nick Rovich. Have a question? Call our local office at 1-800-221-7694. That's 1-800-221-7694. Or visit us online at www.americanfederal.com. Once again, here's Nick Rovich. Okay, I'm back with you. We were talking about the CAC stickered coins. They call it the green bean. It's a little green sticker they put on the coins. And no, you can't remove it. When you remove it, it just kind of dissolves. So you you can't take the take the sticker off and put it on another holder. Um, you know, there was a study done, that which I'm waiting for a copy of. But uh, basically, in this study, someone went through and looked at coins graded MS64 and higher, and they looked at every every section of the market. Now, certain sections, like the real early coins, the early 1700s, uh, you know, coins from 1793 to early 1800s there's not a lot of uh there's not a lot of market activity so some of those areas were left out but in every area of the market in ms64 or higher the cac coins brought substantially more money at auction than non-stickered coins and so the reason i'm telling you this is not to sell you cac coins um there's just there's a lot of people sitting on coins that they've bought over the last 20 years, actually the last 30 years since PCGS and NGC started. And there's a lot of really nice premium coins out there. And, uh, you know, I've been having clients who own coins send the coins to me, or if you're local, you could bring them in and I can look at them. And if it's worthwhile, we I'm authorized by CAC as a dealer. I can send them into CAC and see if they will put that sticker on your coin. Um, now, why would you want to do that? Well, whether you're you're looking to sell right now or whether you're looking to sell two years, three years down the road, having that little sticker on your coin could mean a heck of a difference in what you get for your coin. Um, I know personally some of the coins that I've sent in there, I've sent coins worth, uh, you know, some coins worth $500, and I've sent coins that were worth over $100,000 to CAC. And I can tell you, the results on the coins that have come back stickered have been phenomenal. I just had a, a common date seated Liberty dime that without the sticker, this was a PCGS graded coin, and without the sticker, I probably could have got about $1,500 with it for it. With the sticker, this coin came back with a CAC sticker on it. My first offer was $2,850. So percentage-wise, that's nearly 100% premium just for having that little sticker on there. And you might say, well, gee, I'm just trying to get you to send your coins in so I could collect a fee for getting them graded. They cost $25 to get them graded. I don't make money on that. Actually, the lower price coins only cost $12. I think it's $12.50 for the cheaper coins. So, you know, you have a coin worth $5,000, 2000 10000 100000 to spend $25 more on it and have that little sticker on it. Um, could make a huge, huge difference when you're ready to sell it. 
And if your coin's on a, you know, there's want list right now of people looking for coins with CAC stickers. I just had a, a rare date 20 Liberty come in that was on a list, uh, uh, another dealer's want list with a CAC sticker. Well, this is the only coin of this grade in this date that has a CAC sticker on it. Without the sticker, I was offered $26,000. I can tell you right now we're up to $40,000 on the coin just because of that little green sticker. So if you have any kind of rare coins, even coins MS66 St. Gaudens, MS65 St. Gaudens, um, you know, $10 Indians MS65, even the, the more common gold coins in high grade, it really, really is worthwhile. And it's, it's, you know, it's one of the few things in the coin market that actually benefits people who already own coins. Um, that happened once before when PCGS and NGC started grading coins. That was something that was really great for, for the purchasers of coins and people who own coins. And this is the second time the industry's done something that I think is really phenomenal for people who already own coins. So if you own coins, I would really, really, um, really prod you into calling. Give me an idea what you have. I could even tell you if it's worth looking at the coins or not. Tell you if, if it's worthwhile to get them. Um, we call it CAC. It's not a great name, C-A-C. But, you know, a couple examples. Here's, here's right out of Coin Dealer Newsletter. And these are coins that went at... Uh, at auction, at a major auction, there were two 1934 Walking Liberty half dollars in MS67. They were both graded by PCGS, and the difference was, and they were both in the same auction. So lot number 5180 was PCGS with the CAC sticker. It brought $5,405. Lot 780 was also PCGS graded, but no sticker. It brought $881. That's a pretty big difference. Um, another coin was a Lafayette dollar, which is a fairly rare coin. Um, average price for a PCGS or NGC coin in MS65 is $5,100. A CAC sticker in the same auction brought $8,420. That's that's a 30% premium. That's a, that's a huge amount of money for somebody who spent $25 to get the coin graded. And there's, you know, there's hundreds and hundreds and thousands of examples I could give you. And like I said, the way I realize this is I'm constantly pricing out portfolios for people. People send me lists of their coins and I, I try to value them, tell them what they're worth. A lot of people looking to sell them. Of course, I've got to value them before I can sell the coins for them. And I just kept noticing that as I went through auction records that, uh, you know, there was substantial difference between the CAC certified coins and non-certified. So this is the one thing I can do for you if you own coins that can make a big, big difference in, in what you have. So now let's just switch to uh, a little bit of fun. At least it was fun for me. Um, I just found I was, I was in my office last night and uh, I was kind of tired of working and I was looking for something in one of my shelves. And I found a whole group of old coin catalogs. You know, I, I, I buy collections, and sometimes people throw in the catalog. Sometimes I buy them. Um, you know, I have one from 1936. And then the, the one that's most interesting is from 1957. It's an actual, um, it's an actual, actual auction catalog with the prices realized. Um, it was from uh, Stacks of New York, which Stacks is still in business. But, you know, what, what I always – you might remember – Maybe a couple of months ago, I told people that uh, that the premium coins are the coins to buy. You want to buy the best of the best. 
And we also talked about the world record coin that just went for $10 million. It was a 1794 silver dollar sold for a little over $10 million at auction. Well, as I look through this catalog, the first coin I looked for was the $1794. And I believe this is the same coin. Here it is. It's got a big, uh, it's got a big write-up about it and explains the coin. It has a picture of the coin. And in 1957, it went for $6,500. Now, I know that's, uh, that's, what's that, almost 60 years. But $6,500 to $10 million, that's a, that's a pretty big difference in price. Um, a couple of other ones. I marked a few other ones. Here's a 1901S Barber Quarter. For those of you who don't know, a 1901S is one of the key dates. $900 in 1957, $550,000 today. Um, what's interesting is when I look at common silver dollars, they were going for about $2.50, and they're only worth $20 or $25 today. So the common coins went up maybe 10 times, where the really rare, rare Picasso-esque coins um, brought tons of money. You've been listening to Good as Gold with Nick Grovich, owner and president of American Federal Rare Coin and Bullion. If you'd like to speak to Nick off the air or need more information, please call our local office at 1-800-221-7694. That's 1-800-221-7694. Or visit us online at www.americanfederal.com. Be sure to join Good as Gold each and every week on Money Radio. With happiness, opportunity, and technology every Tuesday at noon, host John Barnabas builds on the success of the short segment Executive Technology Bites, Mondays on Business for Breakfast. Each week, Hot features an in-depth discussion on the Money Radio technology portfolio of promising technology-oriented stocks and exclusive interviews with key personalities within those companies in the portfolio. Join John Barnabas every Tuesday at noon for happiness, opportunity, and technology exclusively on Money Radio. Money Radio 1510 and 99.3 FM. KFNN Mesa Phoenix. Listen for the horn in case you haven't heard. Wayne Candace is back on Money Radio with your financial plan every Wednesday at noon. The Dow was down 65 points to 16,674. The S&P was down 5 to 1990, but the Nasdaq closed up 4 to 4893. Gold was at 1130 an ounce. When people want to talk about money, this is the place they come to. And there's more on the way after this break for the latest news. And we begin 